Welcome to week 13, a little nerb. Yes, you are a little nerb. Happy post-Thanksgiving. Thank you, you too. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys go anywhere fun? Uh, just to uh, my wife's aunt's house, and it was memorable. Wonderful. We what hosted for... We yeah, that's, right, that's right. You cooked. You cooked like a maniac, and and um, I don't want to do that for a while. It's like uh, <laughs> I literally felt like I was working. Like I worked for my house. That's what I felt like the whole time. I was running around. Um, tried to sous vide a turkey. So we did one regular, one sous vide. Um, could not get the sous vide because the bucket would be so big because of the size of the the tits that we cooked the breast. Um, mm-hmm that I could not get the water hot enough in time, plunged it in there. And then by the time it was go time, we pulled it out. My dad was there helping me carve it. Ooh. Um, and then uh, he's like, is this thing still uh, still walking? Because it was like not cooked in the middle. So that kind of was a fail. But, um, but everything else turned out good. It was a good day. Good day. A lot of football, which we will get into. Yes. Um, are you ready? Now, folks, I'm going to tell you this. Last week was supposed to be our last fastest two minutes, but um, due to popular demand, we're going to do one more. Woo! Woo! Um, and are you um, ready for the fastest two minutes for week 12? Everyone's ready for this. Go get them there. Okay. In a showdown with the donks, Kiss the Baby got things going early as he took down his pants and showed his butt to the donkeys in a full moon job. Mooney job, that is. But the 20-point Darnell Mooney performance wasn't the top dish at Thanksgiving. Dan, don't call me Carol Carlson, got the donkeys back on track Thanksgiving night as he filled the donkeys' bellies with 22 pieces of pumpkin pie. Or points, that is. Come Sunday, Leonard Fournette gave Kiss to Baby an afternoon he would like to fournette as he dropped a Michael Jordan comeback, 45 points on the babies. A late surge couldn't pacify this baby. They lose to the donks, 164-142. Niggity Morning Wood is at the bottom, looking up in the standings, like Jim Suchecki looking up Kai Treslow's skirt throughout high school as the poop emojis handed Miggity Morning Wood their ninth straight loss. Like the creepy old lady down the street, poop emoji just won't die. As he danced to his favorite Nick Folk song, I got 22.6 points from my kicker. Miggity's miserable season continued with a one-point loss as he left points on his bench in favor of Mark Ingram, who was in his starting lineup despite being sidelined with a knee issue. One might ask, is Miggity in knee of a full-on rebuild? Poop emoji 109, Miggity Morningwood 108. Woo-woo! In a battle for number one, the JR football team came out on top, led by A.J. Dillon, who was Dillon punishment to the Rams' defense all afternoon. Paired Dillon with Jonathan Taylor, the JR football team has a scary duo down the stretch. This, after rumors of JR football team trying to trade for DeAndre Swift at the deadline in a failed effort to achieve a Taylor Swift backfield. The JR football team is seeing red as he takes over the number one seed. Get Fresh Crew was led by a 33-point effort by Bengals running back Joe Mixon. In this effort, he brought the bang, but the rest of his team played like gals. Get it? Bang gals. JR football team, 128. Get Fresh, 106. 
Now on to the biggest beatdown of the week. The Nine Inch Males beat the Narrow Haters like he stole his mushrooms with a 55-point victory. The Nine Inch Males brought his new girlfriend, Javante Williams, to the party and making the Narrow Haters feeling like she was the one who got away because she was looking fine with an 18-point performance. He must have lost track of time holding up his boombox outside of Javante's window because he forgot to show up for the game. Nine Inch Males 113, Nair 58. In Wolarski land, Aaron Rodgers must have been hanging out on the party bus without a mask because the Wolarskis left the game with so many players on ventilators, he might just have discovered the newest COVID variant in the latest super spreader event. Gross. <laughs> Samuel, Swift, and Cook. Oh, my. Lukey Jones avoided driving his season directly into an 18-point into an 18-foot evergreen like Doug Millsaps after a 12-pack of high life. Despite a toe injury with 35 points, Rodgers led this little piggy all the way home to a victory. After getting stuck in a locker last week, in the words of Dean Pritchard Mode School, well, I got out. Lukey Jones rose past Wolarski's party ambulance, 125-103. And that was the fastest two minutes. Outstanding work. Outstanding. Whew, breath. You can talk for a second. I got to get a sip of my um, whiskey here. Your creativity is off the charts. Uh, your puns are right up there with stand-up. I like how you round up and down, too, with the scores. You don't waste your time on Dewey Des. Man, you just got it all. Nice job. Oh, thanks there. Um, you know, one other thing I got is a... Uh, I got a chance. That's what I got. Um, You're definitely in the shoot. You're looking outside in, but you got a chance. That is true. Kind of like the the bears who are in on the in the hunt um, display for one night until the uh, who won? Somebody won and took over. Um, I don't know. They're not in, in the in hunt graphic anymore, but they were on the in the hunt. So, well. Welcome to week 13. Um, why don't we um, start maybe start. to be honest with a week 12 uh, recap? The Pickums. Uh, week 12 Pickums. We were both tied at 29. Ooh. And unfortunately, we both did horrible. <laughs> uh, I took the nine inch males, you took the nair paters. Whoops. Yes. So I got the W there. We both took Miggity Morning Wood over uh, the poop emoji. We both lost there. I took JR Football, a.k.a. number one team right now against the Get Fresh Crew. Uh, you took Get Fresh Crew. I got one there. You selected yourself triumphantly. Huge victory over Kiss the Baby. Nice win, nice pick. I took Kiss the Baby, and we both took the party bus. Wow. Uh, so I, I got two, you got one. So going into week 13, the score is 30 to 31 with the non-Nerb on top, a.k.a. me. Ah, good job, Nerb. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, have you ever heard of the... Ewing theory? No, what is that? 
Um, it's like back in the what was it? early 90s, I guess, when Patrick Ewing got hurt and then the um, Knicks actually had played amazing, even though he was their best player. Uh, I kind of feel like I've got the Ewing theory potentially going on as the best player of my team. Um, took a one-way trip over to Olarski land and then took another one-way trip over to the hospital um, and Delvin Cook. But um, yeah, I'm proud of my guys. You know what? We put our best effort in the season out there. And um, despite Lamar Jackson not playing well, um, at one point I tried to trade you, Leonard Fournette, who you shoved back in my face, and he scored a lot of points. He most certainly did. I had a long talk with Tom about that. <laughs> long talk with Tom about that. Uh, yeah, I was not feeling too promising after the Thanksgiving games, but, um, you know, luckily um, I still got a chance and nothing feels better than winning my best point performances of the season and still being in second to last place. You know, agree. I, I think week 12 was the week of the underdog minus JR. Um, for the most part, all the underdog teams won. In my opinion, I think in Yahoo's opinion as well. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess technically if you're going by seedings and by, by, uh, record, technically. Yeah. Um, no, well now on the flip side of that, Hey, you screwed me over. Um, you, you screwed me over multiple ways. First off, I've been trying. I was trying to trade you if you went to Williams for several weeks, and then you went you behind did. my back. You went put, you know, put nine inches in my back as you went and traded the nine inch males, and then he came and shoved them right in your face. And uh, I, I bet you could do it right that now. I could, yes. Um, for one of the first times ever, you kind of went for it. And um, I know that wasn't part of it, but at the same time, you gave him away. And now Christian McCaffrey season's over. Um, second consecutive year, the top one of the top couple of picks has had a horrible injury plagued season. I know he was injured last year, but Barkley missed what, all last year pretty much. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, and I looked at the rest of like, I, I haven't seen something like that in a long time. 13 points is your highest. What happened? It was definitely disappointing. <clears throat> Probably some mismanagement on my team. There was a, not that it would have changed the outcome. There was a gut instinct that I went against with starting Claypool. Um, but overall, your team starts and ends with your quarterback. Mine decided to hand the ball off consecutively to Leonard Fournette. <laughs> I think he even passed one to Leonard Fernand, if I'm not mistaken. Sure did. Four touchdowns. Uh, so that wasn't ideal. And as you said, McCaffrey took a dump. The Steelers just didn't – they didn't have anything going against Cincinnati. Kyle Pitts should have had a great game against Jacksonville, and they barely won that bad touchdown. Melvin Gordon had a decent game, but nothing near uh, what Williams did. Kicker was nowhere to be found, and, well, I'm glad I started the better of the two defenses. Tennessee got me minus two, and San Francisco got me at least five. My team just didn't have it that week. I think they were a little 
shook that I traded someone. We, we have long talks. We discuss things. Fact of the matter is one of them went. And, you know, most of the time when, when an organization makes a decision like that, <laughs> the, the buy-in and morale seem to suffer. We had a good talk going into week 13. Uh, I have a very difficult matchup against you, I believe. Um, even though, oh, actually, you're projected for more points at this point. It's going to be tough going out from here on out. You lose your number one star on your team. Number one draft pick, I should say. Number one overall. You traded away a player that could be a cornerstone slash is now trending. Things aren't looking the greatest. However, um, we are getting a Tyreek Hill experience this week. Will he bring the jolt that this team needs? It's yet to be seen, but we like our chances. Yeah, you know, the whispers were Javante Williams is the heart and soul of your locker room. And when they were carrying him around on their shoulders after the game, that was really just putting one in your face. So, um, yeah, after a really promising start, all of a sudden things are starting to look a little dicey for you, little Nairp. And, yeah, you've got, um, you've got me backed into a corner. And so I'll bite you. I'll scratch you. Uh, uh, not only that, not to add insult to injury for my team, but I'm merely ahead of the total point total, I think, by like 20-something points. Nothing not obtainable, which, again, I find comical because uh, I've already clinched the playoffs, and yet um, I am still potentially in the running for paying an additional 20 bucks based on our league rules. So. Oh, yeah, Irony. <laughs> Irony. Oh, that would be a perfect ending um, to the season. Um, so I think last week we talked about winners and losers of the trade deadline. Fast forward a week and the uh, the injury bug came out to play a little bit. Sure. And um, we had some guys go down and um, – you touched on McCaffrey, and he's done for the year. Um, well, uh, I traded my fellow fellow two two year star Delvin Cook to the Wolarskis, who went in hard. Um, and I was watching that game, and I was laughing before he got hurt, laughing because. Um, I don't know if you ever you've noticed, but Madison pretty much looks just like him. It would frustrate the shit out of me when I was watching Vikings. I both have that long hair. <laughs> um, and I, apparently I'm not the only one because after he ran for a touchdown, they flashed on the screen, touchdown Delvin Cook. Um, and I kind of felt good for Keith that he got something. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, wait, that's not him. Um, and it was Madison. And then I think on the following drive... Next thing you know, Delvin Cook's crying on a little, on a little John Deere getting his way out of there. So, yeah, you're not kidding. And who is sitting on Madison? Donks. Yeah, you could look like the Golden Goose. Uh, the not the Jim Hendry, but the uh, who's now the like the commissioner's assistant. Who is our old president of operations for the Cubs? Theo Epstein. You are looking like a 2016 Theo Epstein right now. 
Yeah, you know, typically when I make deals, I like for them to work out for both sides. Um, in this case, uh, it's almost laughable when you look at Keith's powerhouse team as he has on his bench DeAndre Swift, the other half of Taylor Swift, um, likely out. Debo Samuel in the that same game against the Vikings is terrible to watch, right? Likely out. Dalvin Cook out. AJ Brown IR. Kelvin Ridley has a has letters next to his name that I haven't even seen before. NFIR. Um, I think not not eligible to return. Maybe he is. He took a sabbatical due to mental health. Um, he is eligible to return. But that's solely on him. Oh, he's got Cream Hunt questionable and on a buy. A lot of injuries for uh, the Wolarskis, and so I guess I will start there. Is likely the biggest loser, unfortunately. Sorry, Wolarskis at the trade deadline. Not intentional. Um, however, things not looking good. No, I mean. The- <laughs> It can't get any worse at this point unless something happens to his uh, golden boy quarterback. Um, he went all in. Unfortunately, this is football. These are gladiators. These are the, <laughs> the biggest men on this planet beating the hell out of each other. And it was in full force this past week with a lot of big names going down permanently, some out for a spell. It's football, folks, and we're in the shoot. And if you look at it, arguably the three top running backs coming into the season are all essentially done for the season, more likely, at least for the fantasy season, right? Between Henry, McCaffrey, Cook. And, oh, goodness. um, oh, goodness. Yes. Yeah. That's, and that's Kamara. Tough. Kamara's had some health issues too. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he was out. Was I mean, he was number two in fantasy points last year or in the top three. He's been weird. And I don't know if he's playing this week. Um, bogus. Bogus yes. for the backs. Bogus for the backs is right. And overall, is this a trade curse? Could you? You could probably. You would have that in this day and age. You would have some people believe in that. That's for sure. But um, do I think it's an actual curse? No, I think this is just football playing out. Look, Rico made two awesome trades. I think um, to propel his team. Waller is not out for good, but he's definitely hurt, and he's a stud, and he's a young stud. I, I'm confident he'll be back for his playoff run. Um. Chubb is still active, even though the Browns did not look good at all. Mm-hmm. Keith's team is just plagued right now with injuries, but he was deep and he's made it work with less. Um, so I, I don't want to count him out. And my player, McCaffrey, I didn't even trade for him. He's out. <laughs> so, um, though I'm sure you would have some people clamoring that this is true with their tinfoil hats on, I think this is just football being football. We all know this. This isn't our first time in this league. This is just how it went. And the fact that there's one more game this year uh, is definitely not good for these guys and their health anyways. This is the first time ever in our league history that we are doing a, a week 17 championship. So I don't think this is the end of the injury bug. 
And I hope to goodness gracious that everyone is ready for a ride because it's going to be a bumpy one. Yeah, I feel this is almost similar to the real NFL right now that if you look around, there's a lot of question marks in terms of does anybody really truly stand out above the crowd? Um, I think we've talked before about the Wolarskis and Get Fresh Crew. Get Fresh Crew. Um, I was making fun of you, the Javante Williams trade, playing him, but Get Fresh Crew would have won his game, I believe, if he had just kept Gronk and played him and also have the highest point total at this point. Um, wow. So good move by the uh, – by the uh, Miggity Morning Woods. And man, I really wish that he would have just subbed in a running back that was playing there because he would have beat the poop. But um, the poop, still alive. Yeah, it's it's crazy right now that we've got a couple teams. We're in the shoot, okay? And let me see a few details. There are only three teams that have clinched the playoffs. So by Yahoo's definition in math this is still wide open court now i'm assuming after this week if keith wins he'll lock it up um but for the rest of you guys these last two games are crucial that's right i i think you're right on larsky's i think we'll get that fourth and i think then there will be the five of us fighting for two spots and i think that will this weekend, as we get into the final next week here, we'll clarify that and probably minimize that down to probably three teams going for those final two spots. So it'll be an exciting, exciting uh, last couple of weeks here. So before we um, turn the page to week 13, I believe we have a word from our amazing sponsor. We sure do. Now, um... This was postmarked for Cyber Monday. So there's going to be one radio edit. <laughs> Today is Slacker Tuesday. 30% off stuff. Buy stuff. Text Simzak with questions as he has extra time now that he doesn't have a keeper team to manage. Orgadio Audio for all of your awesome shopping needs. Christmas is coming. They're stocked. Their stuff is awesome. I've seen it firsthand. Uh, don't be shy, guys. Give them a call. Mike is there to uh, work behind the scenes to make your Christmas dreams come true. Yeah, and it's probably time we let the cat out of the uh, the Danville Ooh. duffel bag. Ooh. <laughs> um, folks, after about 12 months, Dubs and I, have finally secured. I don't even remember why he owed it to us. It's been that long. But Org Audio, Mike Simzak, outdone themselves. And I'll tell you my story because this was over the week. Was that over the weekend? I've been yes. getting one of the things I kind of enjoy about Christmas now with kids and getting presents for other people sucks because you spend all this money. But the Amazon guy comes every day so many times and it comes in boxes and it's kind of like a mini Christmas because you don't know what's in the box and you open it. It's not for you. Obviously, and it's like, oh, there's that. Um, 
But this time I got surprised as I open it. And what's inside? A beautiful, beautiful Danville duffel bag. You can find yours at orgaudio.com. It's just beautiful looking. It looks like leather. It is leather. However, um, I have been instructed to make sure everybody is aware it is um, vegan leather and no cows died in the making of this bag. But check this thing out um, when you're on there. It's beautiful. Um, we even got ours custom monogrammed. Is yours monogrammed too? It sure is. It says not narrow. <laughs> does it really? <laughs> no, it does not. AHKL, oh. um, Arlington Heights Keeper League. Um, I looked at this. Um, I loved this. And I was in a little bit of a pickle as I've been struggling trying to find my, uh, my team at work a holiday gift. And struggling back and forth and couldn't think of anything. All of a sudden, from the heavens, this bag comes in. I look at it. You can bring it to work. You can have a overnight bag when your significant others kick you out of the house. You can bring it to the beach. Uh, you can do plenty with it. And so I went on ahead and um, worked directly with Mr. Simzek himself. And I ordered eight additional bags for my team which he was so gracious to help me uh, monogram initials on, which will be great. And then, you know what? I emailed him again. I'm like, you know what? Make it nine. Because in the grab bag, I got my brother-in-law. What the hell am I going to get him? He's getting a bag. So big order coming from here. <laughs> Everybody's getting a Danville duffel. Thank you to our sponsor, Orgadio. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, that was super slick. Like this is something Brad Pitt would bring on an airplane. It's yep. it's really GQ. Too nice for me, but I am so grateful for it. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, week 15. And here we go. Um, we'll save ours for last. How about that? Fair enough. So I'm going to go to one of my favorite teams right now, uh, Kiss the Baby, even though he lost against this nerb over here. I still think he has one of the, Oh, should we start this or should, ah, we should start this. And then we have to do the who's hot. Who's not, who's trending for the playoff. Uh, shoot. Okay. Why don't we so start? Do you want to do that first? I think we should. All right. Go for it. Um, so personally, and I think this was a question. Was this not a question that was posed by one of our fellow uh, owners? I believe it was. Um, Derek, it how was. much false hope do you think the Donks have after their most <laughs> recent high-scoring week? Also, who do you see as a real contender, and who are the pretenders? Is it better to let Dalton finish the season? We had another one from our sponsor. We'll get into that in a minute. Just a quick rundown on all those in my perspective. Who do I see as a real contender and who is a pretender? I think the Nairb haters is definitely a pretender right now. Um, and I think Kiss the Baby and I think JR Football are definitely the two teams. I don't want, I don't want to play any of these teams. I want to buy and hopefully I get to play like a, a mule and he gets the, he gets the Nairb and I somehow squeak into the championship game. But those two teams, I definitely do not want to play. I don't want to play Rico's team. I'll take a van or I'll take a Keith. That would be awesome if I could play Keith with his 
bullshit team. But those two teams, in my opinion, have uh, the pedigree to win it all. How much false hope do I have in the Donks? Have uh, Anything's possible with Mulet. He proved it last year when he made it to the championship. Um, the fact that now he's got the direct sub in for Delvin Cook. He's got fresh legs. The NFC is kind of like a smash mouth football at this time of the year due to the weather. He's got a real shot. I hate saying that, but he's got a shot based on the turn of events. Um, and is it better to is it better to let Dalton finish the season? We'll get back to that one. Well, we'll get that one at the end. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't really want to answer that one just yet. Awesome. All right. What are your perspective on those? Um, I agree with you. First and foremost, JR football team at this point. Now you might want to put JT and bubble wrap as uh, we've seen the trend of events, but he's got the best player in fantasy football right now. He did not even have a good game this week. Um, and he still put up a Crazy lot of good points. points. Yes. Um, and kiss the baby. Maybe that's just the recency effect. Um, well, I think he's on the rise. I would put the other one still with get fresh crew who lost a, a nail biter right now. He's been struggling a little bit with Kyler Murray injured. Um, and obviously his tight end is out, but. And Adam's on looking, a buy. And Adam's on buy. So he might be right this week for, for another one, but once he gets to the playoffs, um, you know, for the most part, he could be, um, you know, all, uh, all systems go. So I will go with um, JR football team, get fresh crew, follow the the baby. Nice. And um, am I a contender or pretender? I'll tell you what, I agree with you. Um, there's probably a couple, maybe a game out there that I could have won that didn't. I feel good actually when I look, and not that I feel good about my team, but I look at the other teams, the shambles that they're in. And I also look at some draft capital I was able to acquire. I think the future is looking bright for the Donks. Absolutely. Um, and we'll get in. I've got a, a a real conundrum I'll bring up to you when we get to our game, um, what I'm thinking about right now. But um, I'm definitely not a contender. Um, but to your point, all you got to do is get to the dance. And um, two victories, you're in the money. Put it that way. So. You're definitely sniffing it. I don't know if you're in it. Because I think those other teams ahead of you that they win, then you're they're locked. But uh, well, I was really mad at at uh, Simzak for playing Ingram. There, there is really no excuse for that. Um, but then I looked, and Van and I do have a a date late in the season that um, I have to win my last two games. So if I were to win this week, I'd have to win the next week anyways, and that would mean that. Van would lose that extra game and we are tied right now. So I could pass Van um, that way. So I, I would love if you could beat your 50 point performance this week with maybe a 40 point performance. That's what I'm going for. Harsh. Harsh. But great questions, though. Um, all right. And then I, I, my other pretenders, by the way, I would say I'm not going to put you in that camp. You had a really just overall awful week, but you still have a pretty good team. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to, it's just sometimes not your year. Um, and unfortunately, I think it's time for Wolarski to go sit down with Lukey Jones locker, who has some Ooh. false hope this week, <laughs> false hope this week. Um, after a very, 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 very 
tight victory. Um, but all in all, outside of that, I really think it's, I expect to see Kiss the Baby climb. I see the top four being in some order, JR football team, get fresh crew, kiss the baby. And then I see the narrow haters finishing fourth. And then the other two, who the fuck knows? Other than Miggity Morning Woods sitting on the bottom looking up catcher's little skirt. That's about it. Ooh, that's a good skirt to look up, in my opinion, but way to go. Such. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, forgot about that one, Joe. All right. Um, all right. Week 13. You be my guest. You pick the first one. We'll save the uh, artist to the end. And I also want you to maybe identify what you think the game of the week would be. Ooh. Okay. So I'm going to pick uh, one of my favorite teams right now. And in one of the premier matchups this week, we got Kiss the Baby going against Get Fresh Crew 9.5. Is that I alluded to uh, Murray? Is he playing this week? I hope he does. I would like to see Rico reclaim his star quarterback um, just to see what that team looks like when it's all out there. However, he does not have Waller and he does not have Adams or Chubb. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that. And he's still within striking distance of the Yahoo predictions. However, man, Herbert had a devastating loss to Washington a couple interceptions late in the game he still finished with like 300 yards and two touchdowns I really like this kid a lot I'm a huge fan of his digs you never know what's going to happen but I bet it's going to be lights out football on Monday night against New England Mooney is just coming up big Eckler part of that exciting LA offense. Jacobs is starting to find his second half wind, which is something he hasn't done in the past. <laughs> Andrews has arguably been the most consistent tight end, I think, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and Camara coming back. I'm going to have to go kiss the baby on this one. No offense, Rico. I think you've got a great team, but kiss the baby is just trending right now. So I am impressed with the depth of Get Fresh Crew. When you're missing that many guys, yet you still have a lineup like this is impressive. Absolutely. Uh, he's got three legit starting running backs in Mixon, Gibson, and Mitchell. Two legit receivers in Allen and Godwin. Um, so even with Adams, Chubb on the bye, Wallace is still looking good. Um, when games look this close, I look at matchups. Um, and that means uh, Justin Herbert going to the cold weather in Cincinnati. And um, Stefan Diggs, if you look at Bill Belichick, he does a great job of shutting down number one receivers. I do not expect Diggs to have a big game. Um, Eckler, me, and Kamara, New Orleans is a mess right now. They don't even have a quarterback to think about starting. Like, I don't even know who these guys are. And that is hurting tomorrow a little bit. And come back from injury. Short week. Playing tomorrow night. Games are weird. Dallas is pissed that they lost on Thanksgiving. I'm sure. looking, looking for Rico to reestablish himself as a premium, premium team in this league. I go get fresh crew. There we have it, folks. Uh, first pick them is in the books. You're up. All right. Well, next I will go to another premier matchup. 
I'm going to go JR football team versus the Wolarski party bus. Um, at this point, the Wolarski party bus feeling sorry for themselves and looking up and seeing a semi coming his way. Um, Evans, I think a rough week this past week. Stafford playing a horrible Jacksonville team. Um, Jonathan Taylor playing a pretty bad Houston defense. Um, he looks prime and ready to roll. Um, on the other side of the ball, again, Josh Allen playing arguably the best defense of the league. I don't see him having a huge game. Even though right now he doesn't have a defense starting, um, I just right now think JR football team is rolling, and it's only taken him a year and a half into this league to grab it by the nuts. And uh, I'm going JR football team. Yeah, you hit on the head. Even though I think it was, man, Keith's team is basically all hurt. <laughs> Sorry, Keith. I mean, Hunt, I think, would have played, and Knox is obviously an option too with Newton, not including a defense, but his team is complete. His bench is all hurt. Um, I, I do like the savvy Pollard play. I think that's cool that somehow he's on your team um, against the shaky New Orleans offense on uh, and defense on this Thursday. However, JR football team is the Luke Jones of last year. All cylinders are kicking. Hopefully this will continue when it matters most, but we both got JR football for our second pick em. I'm going to bounce to another unique matchup. Um, Nine Inch Males taking on Poop Emoji. Vanny somehow doesn't care about football, it seems. However, his team does. Finding a way to sneak, a, what was it, like a two-point victory last week? Less than two. Yeah. Wow. Um, and right now, we have the same type of projection with this matchup. Russell Wilson's done this year. Uh, I think Seattle knows it too. I think they're letting him play because he doesn't want to sit out. I think it's more of a mental thing right now for Russ. Other than that, he, Ezekiel Elliott's playing, huh? I thought he was hurt, but maybe he is playing. And then Javante Williams going against a weird Kansas City, even though they're starting a trend. I think they've won their last four. And a crazy match of Buffalo against New England. Wow. I don't like either of these two teams. There's no clear-cut winner. So I am going to go with the strong quarterback play. I'm going to go poop emoji. Interesting. Um, well, let me start on Ezekiel Elliott because I'm reading the notes here. And it said for Dallas, Elliott's Fully expected to play and handle a serious load Thursday night. Um, as you probably know, Mike McCarthy has COVID. So um, he's expected to carry a serious load on Thursday night since that's what interim coach Jerry Jones has already decided. Is there uh -oh. another Jerry Jones or is Jerry Jones the interim coach? Wow. So he's the GM and now interim coach. Jerry Jones, that 80-something-year-old man. Way to go. Is, is that true? There's no way. Are you sure that's not another Jerry Jones? 
I don't see him on the sidelines, but mm, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I can't find anything about it, but either way, I'm sorry. It's a little bit of a uh, thing there. So, man, man, I think by all, look, I think he's also the GM. If I'm not mistaken, he's the yeah, owner yeah. slash GM. Uh, he's the Putin of the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that was great. I, mean, I think that the one thing that's going to save Van this week is he's got a lot of backup running backs on his roster. Um, but he does have Assuming Dandre um, Swift is out, which it sounds like he is. Um, Jamal Williams against that Minnesota defense who likes to score and also likes to give up points. Yes. And I agree with you. Everybody kind of knew this early on. It sounds like Kansas City may be starting to peak at the right time. Denver's coming off a high, thinking that, you know, they just took control of things. I think their home Kansas City is home and they want to put them in their place. I expect a big game from the Chiefs. And luckily for Van, he's got two of them. And I just don't really see, I agree with you. I don't see where the points are going to come from for the nine inch males. I think it will be close. I think Van somehow squeaks this one out and puts nine inch males into some real trouble heading into the final week. Boop emoji. It is. There we go. Well, we got two final games here. And, and by the way, this that game is of probably the most interest to me as a I'm, Van loss would kind of put him in some real trouble um, and pretty much put him out of it, actually. So Van is a must win. Um, and for, for Manny, a loss puts him into some real trouble as well, just based on his point total. So interesting. I'll be paying attention to that game as well. Um, all right. Well, we got a couple games left. Um, probably the most boring game of the week. <sighs> Lukey Jones locker taking on Megan Morning Wood. Megan Morning Wood coming back off his unprecedented ninth straight loss. Um, I have pleaded with him to make sure that at least the players on his roster will be participating in the game. Um, looking at Lukey Jones lockers looks like he's gonna have to start Kirk Cousins by the way did you see Kirk Cousins line up to try to take a snap from the right guard on Sunday I did not oh you should look it up why don't uh, you you're not in front of the computer you should look it up while we're on here of he literally legitimately goes up to try to snap the ball and he's under the wrong guy um so he's got to start Kirk Cousins um Dak Prescott playing New Orleans on Thursday. The games are weird. Um, I think, man, Lukey Jones has caught some lightning in a bottle of Cordero Patterson. He's also got Daryl Henderson. Man, I think he's just got a couple of these guys that have to have a game at some point. I don't see – I see a lot of garbage on that um, – Maggie Morning Wood bench. He still's got. He still has Tom Arnold sitting on there. Um, I will take Lukey Jones locker. Unfortunately. Wow. 
so here's the thing. Minus that running back, Ingram. Thankfully, if Freeman's not good either. Seems like does have some interesting starts this week. So Tucker has always been a consistent kicker. Pittman, Tucker. Pittman has been one of the more consistent wide receivers week after week. Gronk is starting a trend. Deontay Johnson has been the lead wide receiver ever since what's his name got hurt in like week three or four. Williams is starting to peak, and Dak Prescott has been playing some great football, even though Dallas has not. With that said, DK Metcalf, I don't think is going to be finishing strong. Patterson was probably the waiver pickup of the year, I think. Um, I don't know if Henderson was a pickup or not. Kelsey, that could be hit or miss. Now, granted, I'm not putting full – well, I'm looking at this bench. He's got potential Hopkins play, too. I'm going to give this one to Megany Morningwood. Woo! I love and that. You went, you went Lukey Jones. Okay. Well, why don't we talk about the game everyone's here to tune in for? You mean you and I were tuning in for? <laughs> Uh, I'll we'll we'll both do a rendition on this, and I'll start because I just lost and uh, you won, so losers go last or winners go first. <laughs> okay, Tom Brady, Jamar Chase. Uh, you could be a sneaky start here with Debo going down against a soft Seattle team, even though I think they're going to run the piss out of the ball. Najee Harris going against a pretty good run defense in Baltimore. That's not good. Melvin Gordon uh, starting to look like the second fiddle out there in Denver. Pitts, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Tyreek Hill, come on, buddy. We gave up a cornerstone for you against uh, Denver at home. Hopefully you get like 15 targets and 200 yards. My kicker, I don't care about you. San Francisco D, I don't care about you either. Lamar Jackson, it's going to be a, a fun, high-scoring game, I think, with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. That could be the linchpin right there. You got some streaky players. Waddle is starting to put up some really unique stats. More, we'll see what shows up. Fournette against the soft Atlanta team. Yeah, that's not good for me. Montgomery going against Arizona at home. Eh. Hawkinson, whatever happened to you, dude? What's up with Detroit? Give me a break. Madison could be the linchpin, unfortunately. And I hate this. I hate picking team after team after team against me, but I do not like my team right now. We have no cohesiveness. And I'm going to have to give this one to the Donkeys. Donkeys. Um, yeah, I mean, here's my dilemma right now. I've strongly considered this last week. I'm considering it once again. Is it time to get off the Lamar Jackson roller coaster? Because he will put up 60 points one week, 10 points the next. And my quarterback of the future is sitting on the bench. His name is Joe Burrow. And he's been running. He ran for a touchdown, I believe, last week. He's moving a little bit. Uh, I think he's the safer play. 
And I don't believe either of us have anybody going Thursday. No, we do not. And so that is my one big question mark. Um, <sighs> Melvin Gordon, the one thing I remember consistently looking at is towards the end of the season, he will be getting less and less of a role. And the more you watch, sorry, don't communicate to put this in, but Javante Williams is in. Um, he looks, ex- he looked good. Um, now Melvin Gordon doesn't look bad, but I just think he's getting again less and less of the shares. Um, I pretty much get Dalvin Cook 2.0 here. Man, I think we're going to be close, but at this point, I can't, I can't go walk into through those doors and tell these guys that I am not behind them. I am taking the donks. As you should. Good pick. Well, there we have it. Week 13 pickums is in the books. Quick recap. Kiss the baby versus get fresh crew. I got the baby. You got the crew. JR football team taking on who you got? Well, that's another great matchup. Wolarski's. We both got JR. Poop emoji versus nine inch males. We both got poop emoji. Making morning wood going against Lukey Jones Locker. I got Miggity Morning. You got Lukey Jones. Donkeys going against Nair Paters. We both got the Donkeys. So really, I think, didn't, did I take, I thought I took the Nine Inch Males, didn't I? Did I not? No, I did not. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're correct. You're correct. You're correct. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You could change it, though. I'll let you change nope, it. Nope, I don't. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. <laughs> there you have it. We literally have just two differences kiss the baby and uh, Miggity morning wood are the two that i have versus your two difference all right well let's close it out with um like i mentioned earlier the bears flashed for a second of being a nod um i have a sneaky suspicion that they are going to win on sunday um it's just one of these weird games arizona's going here and they're probably a little unsure they're probably like do we really need this game or do we really need the risk they'd rather have murray healthy they could see them sitting him same thing with hopkins being like why don't we give these guys one more week because these guys suck um and to answer the question before, what was the actual question we had? We had two questions about the Bears, didn't we? We had two. We had two. So the first question that came in um, was, where are you, Simzak? Simzak. Uh, where are you? Would you rather Bears win out and snag a seven seed to show progress, but it means Nagy keeps his job or lose out and ensure it's firing? Um, so let me be very clear. No, the latter, if I'm picking those two. Um, the exception being if they somehow, they pretty much would have to, they can lose by one more game. Um, and they that would mean they probably beat the Packers. They beat they beat some they beat the Vikings twice. They've got a lot of, and then I would say they'd also then would have to for that even to be possible to have to at least win a playoff game. 
neither of those things seem likely. Um, so, yeah, I guess I would say if I'm picking between those two, because if I'm, I guess is if they actually somehow backed in the playoffs, they would, same thing would happen that happened last year. So I'd go, they lose. I want them to lose. I, I'm ready to reset. You? I mean, so here's the thing. If the Bears lose out, we don't really reap the benefits of having that many more bullets for a first-round pick target hit, impact player, that is. Um, so, personally, I would love to see the Bears make the playoffs again, even though they kind of got a freebie last year going 500 and making the playoffs. If we can do it again, well, we can't. It's an odd number. If we can um, make the playoffs – I think that would be the best thing for the city of Chicago. I think the best thing for the Bears. <sighs> I take that back. Because if the Bears lose out, what are the chances are? And this is another rumor that, that was out there that Jeff Ooh, Bezos like was spotted oh, at Hallis Hall uh, before he did something with the Obama Foundation. Um Bears lose out. Does that mean there's more turmoil for the McCaskey family and they're that much more inclined to sell a team? I mean, after she dies, like there's 22 people in that family. What happens? There's so much turmoil right now. Sharks are circling her, that old uh, woman. Um, She's the old save, lady. We're waiting to die. Save. She's trying to save the family, keep the family intact, sell the team. I don't know. I would love to see the Bears make the playoffs, but if it meant if we lost and we sold the team, I want to sell. I want us to lose. Yeah, my scenario would be the if they lose out this is my nut scenario. Um, a little guy up in uh, Ann Arbor this weekend finally got over the big hump and beat Ohio State. He did. Uh, that's as a coach, as a coach, as a coach, um, that same guy will be playing my Iowa Hawkeyes who were the benefit of Wisconsin pissing down their leg this weekend. And we'll be playing for the big 10 championship Saturday night. Um, I believe they're a 10 and a half point underdog. Um, but if my dream scenario would be the Hawkeyes somehow upset Michigan, um, Jim Harbaugh is kind of done with it, and he becomes the next coach of your Chicago Bears. That's my dream scenario. Oh, man, that was said in a lot of my chats, too. Um, that'd be great, but let's let's free this team from the Ted Phillips monarchy and start anew. Now, the other question that came in is... Is it better to let Dalton finish the season? Bye -bye. You want to answer that one first? Personally, yes. I think it is. So, I think that you cannot – don't be deceived. They are not a good team. They're not. They are, at this point, missing at least – two, maybe even three of their top defensive starters. Um, they, they're just not, they're not anywhere near where they need to be. Um, if you want false hope, so if you'd rather them finish, 
you know, seven and 10 versus five and 12. Sure. Um, however, I prioritize development, you know, when cleared of our rookie quarterback who has shown flashes and I would love to see him continue to develop in the back half of the year. If that's a difference in one game that he blows the game and they don't make the playoffs versus Dalton playing those and they did make playoffs, I would take his development over that. So um, I'm in it for the long haul, and I would rather um, not get back in that seven seed, get our asses blown off by whomever, by the Rams in the first week of the playoffs. Um, and I'd like to see the continued development of um, what everyone pays to see, which is um, Jay Fields. So. so just to be clear, his question was, is it better to let Dalton finish the season? Um, oh, no. You let your quarter, your rookie quarterback, we've already put in there. You let him develop. You put him back in when healthy. So if he's not healthy, if he's – Fields is at like 60% nursing broken ribs and can't move around and risking more injury. Sure. If he's healthy enough to play, and it's more or less because if he's implying that Dalton might give them the chance to win in the short term, I don't care about that. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I gave a short answer on how I felt in the situation. You hit on the head. If healthy, I don't want this kid getting hurt. I mean, he's got almost fractured or fractured ribs or some crack. I don't know. Something awfully painful for a football player. I'm sure, especially a quarterback. who has got a twist, throw some torque in those throws and move constantly. Cause our O line is Swiss cheese. Uh, I don't want him getting in. If he's playing hurt, I don't want to see this kid potentially having some other serious injury take place where we don't get to see him next year. If he's somewhat remotely hurt, let the kid nurse up. Let Dalton finish the season if he's healthy and just see what happens with that concoction. I don't want anyone getting our, don't want our future franchise quarterback sustaining some sort of Dak Prescott type injury. Let's let this kid heal up before he gets back in there. 100%. Fair enough. Any last words? Yes. Uh, I hope Michigan does win. Sorry for all you Iowa fans. Um, rooting for the blue this time uh everyone be safe everyone uh take care let's see what happens we're in the shoot here good luck to everyone and hopefully i do not lose points again this year and i'm not near you are you're near pipe